Amen. Bless you. I don't need that. Bless you, good. Amen. We will be praying for you while you're gone. Amen. Amen. We will be praying. And uh, it's a great weekend because this is a kickoff for the fall. And with Pastor Merrill and the group leaving for Russia, I'm privileged he asked me to uh, share this morning on this day when we are, say, kicking off the fall. And then next Sunday, before they get back, Pastor Fred will be speaking next Sunday on this Welcome Back to Church Sunday. You really don't need a balloon to invite somebody. It's all right. But uh, that was a good, a good video anyhow. Last month I preached a message and began with four of my primary uh, passions in life and ministries. And I want to repeat that, put it on the board for you that you might again look at that as we begin the service. The four I mentioned was, first of all, passion with me as a local church. And uh, that's what we see here at Christian Life, the church that we built together. Second passion up there is a passion for the training of pastors and Christian leaders for ministry here at home and around the world. That's why we have a Bible college here with a 63-year history. That's why we travel to countries around the world, teaching in pastors' conferences and, and uh, pastors' teaching ministry. Third passion that we mentioned is integrity, family, and finishing well. I think as I get older... That gets more and more important, finishing well. That's my third passion. And the fourth passion is the commitment to missions here at home and around the world. And in that message I preached a month ago, we dwelt on that fourth passion, which was missions, because that Sunday we had three different fields represented by people that we here at Christian Life had sent out to the field, and they had come back home to visit in the United States. Another example, last Sunday we saw Katie McClure Gonzalez that was here from... Uh, Caracas, uh, Venezuela, and Chris Oldman and I also shared our recent trip to India in that service. But this morning I want to continue with one of these passions, and I'd like to address the very first passion and priority on my list up there, which you can see is the ministry of the local church. Through the years, I've been so thrilled and amazed with what God's done with us here at Christian Life. I'm just thrilled. Last month, we had a ministry fair with over 20 tables and areas to sign up for in the lobby as we begin the fall season. I want to thank everybody for participating, for being a part and finding your place of ministry because that's really what the local ministry is all about. And I'm so thankful and grateful for a congregation that, that carries the, the weight of these various opportunities for ministries that we have here. Through the years, it's been my vision... And I want to say also the present leadership of our church, that we as a local church would minister for every need that comes up. All ministries that the church is capable of doing. I think it's good that we have a vibrant children's ministry, all the way from the nursery up through school, moving on into high school. We call that Ignite. That means because we're setting these kids on fire uh, through the young adults. Women's ministry, the men's ministry. I'll mention the greeters and ushers because right after service, they are having a, a, a meet, planning meeting in room 111 for all the people that signed up to be a usher and a greeter. Won't you be a part of that? Great prayer ministry going on in the church as well as teaching, learning opportunities, and, and many more. We signed up for all these uh, opportunities this fall in the, the, the fair, ministry fair that we had a week or two ago. A week or two ago. Besides that, there are numerous other ministries. 
Some in our church are involved in prison ministry, going actually into the prison, working with people. We get letters back from those people. Bible studies, neighborhood uh, outreaches, inviting friends to activities, special events. And I noticed a bulletin just last week, and again this week, three or four things I want to mention. We'll put them on the board up there. One, right happening this afternoon is men's ministry called Homers and Hot Dogs. It'll be the last one of the year for the men of valor. We'll meet at 4 o'clock today. And I was talking with Mark Bechtold uh, this week. In fact, he even came by this morning in his police car, checked things out, made sure we were ready to go for this. Um, but he has such a burden, he was telling me, that men in our church would not just, that we just have things for them to do, but they would actually become men of valor before God and in the church. The other thing we're doing for men is an influence seminar. September 28th, the end of the month, Steve's sister will be here for that. What an opportunity to grow as men of valor. And uh, Kelly will be out in the lobby. There's a table by the door. And they actually have tickets that we need for that. And uh, some of the other men will be there to help. We had almost two full pages of men's coming on that day. I want to see something great. The ladies are going to a prayer summit this coming Saturday. They're taking a trip down to Moody Church. And uh, please see uh, who Jerry Alexi, I think. It's in the bulletin how to get in touch with her because we have to get transportation provided. All these things are opportunities for growth that God wants us to grow and be in this hour. See, that's what a local church really ought to be. I've wanted to see a local church that really was practicing New Testament Christianity, not just a Sunday morning, hour-long get-together that we call, quote, church, but an involved, growing experience that makes our lives much more like Jesus, that would make us what God really wants us to be in this old world. I'll quote Pastor Darrell. God wants to be, us to be connecting people with God, connecting with one another, and connecting with our ministry. And that's what it's all about. Another new blessing that's beginning is the new Awana Clubs program. <coughs> beginning, put it back on the other stream. Uh, on the bottom line, the last one, the Wednesday. This Wednesday night, we are actually beginning this new great, great program and I hope that all of our kids can be involved with enough leaders and uh, workers to be involved too. And uh, that starts this coming Wednesday night, plus Wednesday morning, 10 o'clock. Seniors, we call it SAGE. That's our seniors ministry. We'll be having a luncheon in the gym. All the people that are uh, seniors, welcome to come. We have a great time together. Those are just a few of the things. Pastor Darrell was leaving on a plane. Didn't have time to make announcements, so we threw them into the service here. you got a bulletin in front of you with a calendar and other things that we can be invi invited in. Uh, one of those things, well, I'll talk about that in a minute. One of the most exciting things we do is coming up in about two weeks, and that's this kids' pantry giveaway in the gym. You can tell from the bulletin cover that that's what's coming up. And uh, just like the Ascension Convention that we have every Easter, we need everybody involved so the Ascension can Convention can really make it. Like the Christmas musical. And uh, that's coming in December. But they're starting practice today. Somebody told me last night, see, the men could come for Homer's hot dog from 2 to 4. I mean, excuse me, from 4 o'clock to 6 o'clock. And then choir practice will start at 6 o'clock. And all the men could just stay for that. Somebody told me that last night. 
So it's good that we can really be involved in, in all these things. But this giveaway, I want to talk about it this morning because it's something that needs, I'll emphasize, it needs the total church working together to see this free outreach to the whole community taking place as a blessing that we here in a local church can offer and bless so many people. We give away clothes every week for children, for people that need them. We give away food every Friday morning for anyone that needs food that comes and receive it. And I want to take a minute this morning and just commend, introduce to you the core ladies who work daily to have this ministry. They work every week through the year. And they're getting ready uh, to have this free giveaway. We do it every six months. And uh, we're going to see in a minute what it looks like. But now they need the whole help of the whole church to get it done. Almost daily, ladies are here, led by Jody Bechtold and Stephanie Johansson. Uh, Heather Diamond is here almost every day. Amber Handler helps tirelessly. Others with them. I just named the people that are, are really doing responsible. There are a lot of other ladies doing it too. I want to say thank you to all of them. Thank you to the babysitters that take care of their kids so that they can work. And I think we should give them a big hand of appreciation for everything they do. It is amazing. And uh, Pastor Darrell, when he asked me to preach this morning, I just, I just felt we should take time. A lot of people don't even see. Um, they work down in the old boiler room sorting clothes day and night. That is the most depressing, dark place I've ever seen. They're doing a lot of behind-the-scenes work and, uh, so that our local church can do this this, uh, this meeting. And, um, oh, I forgot, I need to tell you, uh, last month we've had a chest in the lobby, right? With change in it. Change for a change. And uh, last Sunday was the last Sunday because their little jar of change got stolen. So we said, well, let's just put our change in for a month. And you know what the total was for the month? Well, I'll tell you later. It's all right. How do we move it? Put it in little buckets and carry it. Tom Leontios came and got it. And then we had to have Fred lift the buckets. They were so heavy. But $866.32. $866. That's just the change that was in our pocket. We really didn't even miss that. In fact, it was kind of fun. I just kept saving my change and come dump it in. $866. Uh, that's a pretty good investment for getting a little jar stolen, <laughs> and they can be a blessing. And, um, you know, I'd like to mention none of these workers, I want to say, get paid for what they're doing. They're all volunteers dedicated to make this ministry go. And in two weeks, we're going to see what it's all about and how it works. I would like to just say a word of thank you, not to the ladies, but thank you to their husbands and their families because they spend a lot of time here and the whole family has to be uh, behind this as they do it. I want to ask Jody to come and uh, she and the others have spent their time in that boiler room and uh, please tell us uh, what's happening and uh, how this is going to work and uh, do you have any kids to show off this morning? I think so. Kids, where are you? We're going to have a bunch of kids model, model some of the clothes in, from the pantry that we're giving away. Come on, kids. Come in. Get your microphone here. There they come. 
These are all clothes out of the pantry that they've got on, every one of them. Fancy dresses, clothes, babies, clear up to teenagers. Isn't that great? Give them a hand. <laughs> They're all on this side of the church, I can see. Isn't that something? These are all clothes out of the pantry. Thank you, guys. So the reason we're doing this is show you how cute of clothes we have. <laughs> so, all right, you guys can go before it gets a little go. crazy. Everybody say bye. Good job. What? <laughs> all right. Good. Something just to break up the norm. Um, all right. So I don't know if many of you know what we do. Some of you don't. So I'd just like to tell you for a minute what we do. Um... We provide kids items, not just clothes, but kids items to families that need it. And we basically do it in a manner of dignity that we don't require them to be poor. They don't need to prove that they need anything. They just need to come and tell us what they need and we'll do our best to get it for them. Uh, that's, we want to, it's our goal is when people think of Christian Life Church that this is just a place of love. We love them. We don't require it back. We just want to be Jesus to them. And I feel that this is our way that we can help in these hard times. Um, our giveaway is coming up. Yay! I don't know if many of you have, I see many familiar faces that have helped with this, but uh, really quickly, we have a weekly pantry that's open on Wednesdays. We're open from 10 to 3 every single Wednesday that we uh, come and we staff and we have everything prepped and we have all sizes of all genders of clothes. Uh, but the giveaway we have on a weekend twice a year and it's at the change of seasons. So we have one in spring and one in fall and we put out the next season of clothes. So this is our winter giveaway, which means big clothes because you have jeans and sweatshirts and everything. So it's going to look huge. Um, but last spring we actually helped over 1,300 kids with what we did. And it was just, it was so rewarding. It's such a blessing. I want, um, I just want to tell you, I know that we don't get paid, and I know that we put in, oh my gosh, the hours we put in, but it's so rewarding. It's just to see the smiles on the kids' faces and the parents, you know, with tears in their eyes, and it's, it's wonderful. So, we also want to be very careful how we advertise. We don't want to, you know, put an ad in the paper or, you know, I don't want people coming in and selling it, you know, on eBay or anything. So uh, we work through pregnancy centers. We have a bunch of social workers that we go through with school ones and city ones. Uh, we work in the foster system a whole lot. That's probably half of what we do, our foster kids coming into families. Uh, we work with all the local schools and all the suburbs around with all the nurses and um, you know, psychologists, people like that. Um, local churches, we have people coming in from all the time. Oh, this church told me about it, you know. And, um, and I think the most common way is word of mouth, that um, people will say, oh, my neighbor lost their job. Can I send them to the pantry? Of course. We've, we don't want kids to lack for anything, especially in these hard times right now. Um, so our setup, now to get to the nuts and bolts. Um, next Sunday after church, 
the 15th, we're asking if you guys could help us, uh, if you would just stay probably half hour, maybe 45 minutes tops, if you could just stay and um, help us pull from all our pockets that we've stolen from the church of areas. Um, we have things hidden in every single corner. So we, if we could just get some teams together and just bring everything into the gym, and then we can start with the setup after that. So if you guys wouldn't mind just carving out a little bit into lunchtime for, our, for helping, we would really appreciate it. Um, also, real quick, we have sign-ups out in the lobby, and... Um, for just specific times. If you can come on Wednesday, write your name down, put what time you'll be there. Uh, but the hours that we're going to need help is Sunday, <clears throat> excuse me, after church, but then we're going to be coming back from 4 to 9 after Church of Bethlehem is here to set up the tables and, and start dividing things into areas. And then Monday through Thursday, we're going to be here 9 to 9. So um, 9 in the morning, 9 at night. If you work in evenings, feel free to come in the morning, you know, vice versa. But Friday, we're asking people, the giveaway starts at 4, and our goal is to be done by Thursday night. But if you can come Friday, the most important hours we need you would be from like 2.30 to 10, because the giveaway starts from 4 to 9. So just very specific. We really need help on Friday and Saturday. I need bodies that can, you know, stand there and point to what people need or answer questions or send them to me. I don't even care. But bodies are huge. And then Saturday, the hours are 10 to 3, but if you can come 8 to 4, or even if you have a couple hours in, in that little pocket, I'd really appreciate it. Um, also, just real quick, some specific help that Pastor Fred asked for. On the 13th, he's going out to our warehouse. We have a warehouse in Barrington that has been generally donated space to us. He's going to be back here at noon on Friday the 13th to unload the truck, and he's going to need some bodies for that. So you can see me or him out in the lobby, and um, if you're free on Friday, that would be awesome. But I think right now we're going to show the video of what we do so you guys can not just get the head knowledge, but get it in your heart also, because I want you to see the looks on these people's faces and the kids that are being blessed.
Cause I'm all the love you show I will give my life away Give my life away the glory. Ooh, that gets me every time. I see that and it's, first of all, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's a lot of work. And then, then it doesn't matter because you see the families that you bless. And um, oh, so I guess what I'm asking now is that we would just be the body of Christ and we would use our hearts and our hands and our minds and our feet and um, we have jobs for everyone. We have sitting jobs. If you come, I will have you sort gloves from Lost and Founds. I will have you match socks. I have stuff bags. There's sitting jobs. There's manual labor. I need guys that can come and carry things because it, Heather and I are the only two that are not pregnant at this point. And we, have a, we need a lot of manual labor. Um, folding, oh my goodness gracious. It's so much easier to fold clothes that are not your own kids' laundry. But... I need, I mean, you saw what we have there. And what we do is uh, we get everything out and we shave the tables to half and then we store it for Saturday morning. We put it all out again. So there's a fresh crop on the table. So folding is a huge need. Uh, we have sorting for toys and shoes. And um, there's also the bake sale. Um, I really, if there's no way that you can help, if you're busy all week long, that is totally fine. We would love your, we would covet your prayers. And if you could bake for the bake sale, that would be amazing. Because, like I said, we don't take any money in. We're nonprofit as nonprofit goes. So um, if you could bake something, we would really appreciate it. We also, um, I don't know if you noticed, a little side note, we have our little M&M machine out there, so <laughs> it's a very tiny fundraiser, but if you give a kid a quarter to get six M&Ms, it goes right to the pantry, so um, just putting that out there for you guys. And on our webpage, I don't know if you guys saw it, we just got it up and running, we're so proud of it, it's um, kidspantry.org, and um, on there too, there is a space, if you can't help and you are 
you know, extremely busy. I totally get that. But if you would like to give a donation, there is a tab that will let you give a, a money donation, like a one-time or a monthly, if you feel like just doing that monthly. Because we do have expenses. You know, we have office supplies. We have to buy all new bins. There's many needs that we have. Um, but God will take care of that. So um, real quick, if I could just tell you a couple stories real quick. Um, we got a call from a school nurse over at Fairview, actually. Um, she said, there's this one little girl. She goes, I got to find out her story. But she wears the same outfit every single day. So she's like, is that something you could help with? Of course. You know, I will bring you clothes. You come here, whatever you want. And come to find out, the little girl had two outfits. But the parents could only afford to go to the laundromat every two weeks. So she was going back and forth between these two outfits, not getting them cleaned um, until they could go to the laundromat. So we were so blessed to be able to give them stuff. We, we got her some shoes. We got her shorts. You know, whatever. We had her underwear. You know, there's just things that you guys take for granted that so many people can't. Um, and also, um, I don't know if you're friends with us on Facebook, but we had a family that... Um, tragic situations. Lots of things happened in the past to where she was now living in an apartment with her two girls and they had no furniture. They have nothing except one crib mattress that the two girls were sharing on the floor. So I just put a word out to our community. Hey, can we help these kids at all? You know, if anything, let's get dignity back to the kids. They should not know that they're in poverty, you know? Um, so anyway, within 10 minutes, we got them two single beds. You know, so if nothing else, these kids will have a place to sleep, you know, and get a good night's sleep so that they can, you know, function. Um, so those are my stories. I have so many stories that just make this totally worthwhile. So if you can find a place in your heart or time in your calendar to come and help us, we would really appreciate it. We have sign-out seats in the lobby um, for the bake sale and the, the days that you could help us. But I just wrote a little paragraph real quick. It says, we would love for you to catch the vision of what we do and why we do it. Heather, Amber, Stephanie, and I would love to show you how to use your giftings in this ministry. Please see me in the lobby. Um, and then take extra flyers because I want people to know about this. Your next-door neighbor might be in such need that you don't even know about. Um, they might be struggling. Goodness, we had to sign all our kids up for school this month. Holy moly. That's a lot of money, you know, <laughs> and you never know what situations they're going to be in. So if you take some extra flyers, please pass them out to whoever you might need. We're also taking in donations. We're really low on a lot of baby equipment and toys and stuff right now. So if you have any of that, feel free to bring it by. But I think that's all I have to say because I just want to add that our motto is that we're a community helping a community. So I welcome you to join our community. I will use your giftings however you want them to be used. I won't put you on something that you hate to do. I will find out what you want to do because I want you to own it too. So that's all. Amen. Thank you so much. And uh, I really wanted Jody to help me give the message uh, this week. Good job. You did great. And uh, I'm thrilled and excited about the local church and just seeing what we can do. You see that video... As we started out, you know, everything looked like a mess. I mean, the lobby just packed, bags of stuff. Before we got it done, it's all organized on tables. Here's zero to six months old, clothes stacked up, six months to a year. It's amazing how the transformation takes place. And it's good to see us be committed as a local church. That God could have us be all that he really wants his people 
to be. So now comes the message. I want to read a scripture verse that is a foundation verse for the ladies that are involved. They chose this verse as their foundation. In the book of James, it'll be on the screen, James 2 verses 14 to 17 is the verses that they felt describes what they're doing. It'll be our text today, James 2, 14 to 17. It reads from the New, International, New uh, Living Translation, What good is it, dear brothers, if you say, I have faith, but don't show it by your actions? Can that kind of faith save anyone? Suppose that you see a brother or sister who has no food and clothing, and you say, goodbye, have a good day, stay warm and eat well, but then you don't give that person any food or clothing, what good does that do? So you see that faith by itself isn't enough. Unless it produces good deeds, it is dead and useless. I tell you, those are powerful questions being asked here. Just leave that up on the screen for, for a minute or two, because I really want to look at those questions. The Apostle James asked here, and the question I believe is for us this morning, what good is it if we say I'm a Christian, if we say I have faith, but our actions don't show it? Wow, that is powerful. It's a little pointed, <laughs> but I think it makes sense, huh? That's the first question. Second question, what if, well, I just want to add, what if we're Christians in name, but it really doesn't affect our lives? That's what James is getting at. The next question, if we don't show or demonstrate our faith, will this kind of faith save anybody? Is that going to help anybody if we just say we have faith, say we're Christians, but we don't demonstrate our faith? What do you think? I th Good question. Third question in that passage. If we see people without food or clothing, and we say, goodbye, I'll see ya, <laughs> stay warm and eat well, what good does that do if we don't do anything about it? Unless we produce good works, he closes by saying it's dead or useless. In fact, the whole book of James is good, practical application of real faith. We good this week, just make that a, uh, priority, just read the entire book. It's five chapters, I think. And just see the application that James makes that faith without works is dead. Another verse I wanted to share with you this morning from the book of James. And in the light of the message today is a very serious passage from the very first chapter of James. If you're taking notes on your bulletin or you want to look it up. James 1 verses 22 to the end of the chapter. It says, don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. We hear it every morning, every Sunday, every service, but we have to do it. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourself. For you listen to the word and don't obey. It's like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, walk away, and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. I think we are blessed as a church because these ladies work year-round, but weekly they are touching lives. And now twice a year we get to be a part of it and see. That pretty well sums it up. But let me just, just listen to the next two verses, which are the last two verses in chapter 1. If you claim to be religious, but don't control your tongue, you're fooling yourself and telling you that religion is worthless. How many times we can talk a good line, even as Christians? In other words, we talk a lot, 
In fact, maybe we say some things we shouldn't say. If you want more information on controlling your tongue, read James chapter 3. The whole chapter is about tongue, your tongue. Now, that's interesting. My, my mother, in case you didn't get the idea, I talk a lot when I'm doing things. I, I have a lot I want to put. My mother could talk more than I. She's the best Bible teacher. She talked, 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 talked. But she really worked at controlling her tongue. She memorized the entire third chapter of James because it said, I need to learn how to control my tongue. And it was a great thing in James 3. But now look at verse, the very last verse, verse 27 in that chapter. Pure religion and genuine religion in the sight of God the Father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. What a concept. What a statement. What is pure religion? What is genuine? We can have the next slide. What is pure religion? What is genuine religion in the sight of God the Father? It's living it out. Don't be corrupted by the system. Don't get callous to the system of the world. But let's get involved in this thing because it says here it's caring for orphans. Little children who need caring for. And for widows. Widows, those without a husband. Or that could be people with no one who is caring for them or providing for them. Those last two stories that Jody told about. Here's a family with no furniture and no money to even get their clothes cleaned to come back to school. I mean, that's caring for people that have nothing and can't. That's our job as Christians. I I think that would also include single parents as well. Those left to fend for themselves. These are the kind of people that we are caring for in this free giveaway. And that's real religion, the Bible says. This is real religion, what we're talking about this morning. And we want to offer you an opportunity to be involved and to demonstrate your faith. Um, It can take everybody. Jody, I wish you were saying a little more amen back there. Good, thank you. Amen, everybody. We have a man that comes to Saturday night service. I asked if I could use his illustration. He said, yes. You know why he came to help at the, uh, at, the, at the sale? Because he saw the pictures. He said, I didn't see enough men there. They're carrying boxes and setting up tables. The men, they needed more men. So I decided I would come. And so he came to help. But when he got there, it was basically little children and clothes and women and all that. And he told me, he said publicly to the church on Saturday night, he said, I said to myself, what am I supposed to do? What am I doing here? I think I'll leave. And then somebody had one of the bunk beds set that was there, and it was really a complicated one, and they couldn't get it apart. So he was asked to help. Can you help him? Well, he had tools out in his pickup truck. So he went out and got tools. I came into the gym while he was taking this thing apart. It was a major project. But after he got it apart, then he offered to take that in his truck to their house and reassemble it for them. And he testified what a great blessing to the people, to him also. He felt so good being used and being a blessing to this family. See, we never know what God can do through us. We are needed in people's lives, and that's what the church is all about. We need to get beyond ourselves. I need this, God. Would you do this for me? He's blessed us so much. Why don't we do something for somebody else? These clothes were all donated. Schools are calling Jody and donating what's left over from the school year and, and things like that. Uh, even garage sales. Come pick up what's the, the rest of it. 
Would you just listen for a minute to a few of the testimonies from the Kids Pantry website? Jody mentioned, if you look at the website, it's www, then all one word, thekidspantry.org. www.thekidspantry.org. There's pictures, the people involved. Uh, you can see it, you can read about it. It's really exciting. Here's some testimony quotes. One, I saw a flyer at Arlington Heights, Arlington Heights Library just the day before. I have twin granddaughters that are eight months old and their mother is disabled. I was able to find a twin stroller, sleepers in the baby's size, and we were blessed that the babies were born healthy and feel blessed again by the generosity of you all there. Thank you. The other one said, Thank you, Christian Life Church, for your generosity. I was diagnosed with a brain tumor in April of 2011. I was blessed with a beautiful, healthy little girl, and I'm seeing that, now know what she said, that God will bring you out of the most difficult times to bring you back to him. Please continue to pray for me. Isn't that amazing? Another one. Thank you so much. This has been an amazing experience. Being a single mom, it's hard to balance finances. It's hard to keep up on clothes with my two little growing kids. The staff was so very loving and caring. So happy, she said. I heard about this. Thank you so much. Another one said, my husband broke his foot and couldn't work for a year ago. Finances were a big stress in our lives. He lost his job because they couldn't wait for him to heal. We don't know if or when he would be hired back. It was such a blessing to get clothes and shoes for our daughter and some toys for Christmas presents. Thank you again this spring. I look forward to the time when I will be able to give back. Thank you. Another one says, Christian Life Church, the Kids Pantry has helped so much to keep our four kids in clothes that fit each season, leaving us money for our family to purchase other things that we need. Last fall, I asked the volunteers if they had any men's clothes for my brother who had just been released from prison. He had nothing. The volunteers directed me to a back hallway, probably down in the old boiler room, probably. <laughs> where there were several bags of clothes that were going to be donated. I received a large amount of clothes for my brother, and he was incredibly thank you. This kid's pantry is a great service to the community. Thank you for all you do. I just wanted to get the feel of what people are saying. And I said, thank you for all you've done for our family. This program is wonderful. We'll make good use of the items you've allowed us to acquire. Thank you. I said, thank you for sponsoring this great service. It's well organized, and we were able to find some needed things. Another one, the Kids Pantry Giveaway is a great event. Thank you so much for all the great items. Very well organized. The last one I'm going to read is from Sharon Ellis, who was a member of our church for a long time. They always set Saturday night on the backside over here. They've been in the church since I've been here almost. And uh, they moved away now. But she wrote, the Kids Pantry has been such a blessing to so many families. We were fortunate to be one of those families. Our daughter had twins, a boy and a girl, last year. We called Jody, and she said, not to worry, those babies will be blessed. And blessed we were. Jody, Stephanie, Amber, and the others helped us get put together a care package. Along with other items we bought, we had enough stuff that my car was loaded from top to bottom. We were blessed with a double stroller and a single stroller, two pack-and-plays, several playmats, lots of baby clothes. We drove everything down to Texas. This year, we were blessed with even more items. We moved to Texas to be nearer the twins, and we were able to bring down two portable cribs so the babies could have something to sleep in when they came to Grandma and Papa's house. And, of course, more clothes. 
These Texan babies are definitely going to be Cub fans, Sharon wrote. Thank you so much to CLC for sponsoring this and to Jody for heading it up. I can't thank you enough. Love you all, Sharon Ellis. That's really neat to hear some of those. You can look at the website. Those are just a few testimonies from the website. So I close this morning. I want to give you a quote from Jesus himself as found in the Gospels. Dealing with what we've just been talking about. And this is from Matthew chapter 5, verse 31 to 40. Jesus said, but when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. Verse 34, then the kings will say to those on his right hand, come, you are blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundations of the world. Verse 35, Jesus said, for I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you invited me into your home. And I had him put it in capital letters. King James Bible doesn't have capital letters. I put the capital letters in here. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you cared for me. I was in prison and you visited me. Verse 37, then these righteous ones will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry and feed you? Or thirsty and give you something to drink? Or a stranger and show you hospitality? Or naked and give you clothing? When did we ever see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will say, I tell you the truth, when you did it unto one of the least of my brothers and sisters, you were doing it unto me. That's it in a nutshell. When we do these things, it's as though we are doing it unto him. We're taking care of Jesus and his children. Jesus said, let the little children come unto me, forbid them not. In other words, don't neglect them. Don't leave the little children out. We get so busy being, quote, Christians. Don't leave the little children. When they have a need, we need to be concerned. And uh, he said, you do it to the least of these, you're doing it unto me. So in the morning, this morning, two weeks before this uh, thing happens, I wanted to commend these mothers in our church who saw a need, other people who have helped them. They took up a thankless job. And I've seen them here day and night, laboring to be ready. They found a way to meet this kind of a need for the least of these of God's children. As I said before, we need to thank their husbands as well and their families. There's a price to pay for what they've sacrificed to do that. But my message is on the local church. This is the local church. This is God's church in action, doing the will of God. I love it. I love seeing it. And we say thank you this morning to those who have given themselves so that we can all share in this ministry outreach. As it says on the truck, we moved the truck over. You see, we had to purchase a truck to carry on the good work. They had this, these ladies go out and drive that truck to different places and pick up things when people call in. But if you look at it as you go out, it says on there what Jody said, we are a community helping the community. That means we are a community of faith helping the community at large. We are God's people in a community of believers that are helping people in the community. This is God's people. Every one of us are doing these things and helping. And that's what he saw, James called, pure and undefiled religion. Pure and undefiled religion. I love to see the church in action. This is my passion, to see the church active, serving the Lord, doing whatever we can, as though we were doing it for and unto him. 
And I invite you along with Jody to participate this year in real, true Christianity that Jesus came to bring when he said, I came to seek and save the lost. In the lobby following the service, Stephanie, Jody, the other workers will be there to meet you. Fill out the necessary volunteers for every day so that this next week come and we can reach over a thousand of our neighbors with the spirit of Christ. He came to seek and save the lost. She mentioned last year, I believe it was over 1,350 individual children that were helped in a day and a half. That's doing Christianity. And it's going to happen in just two weeks. You can see the screen up there for the times. There's cards in the lobby with the times. It's in the bulletin flyer. Take those flyers, give them out to your friends and your neighbors. And I want to say we need set up people. Sure, the ladies need to be here to help with the clothes when it happens. But Monday through Thursday, a week from now, we need set-up people. Uh, Pastor Fred needs people to help get the stuff from the... We have a loading uh, warehouse donated to us to put it in. He's going to bring it in, and uh, he needs help. When are they going to do that, Jody? This Friday? This coming Friday? And you don't want Fred to come and get you. He says, I know where you live. He always says. But people are going to be here those the next week from Monday through Thursday from 9 in the morning till 9 at night. So you can come before work, after. Anytime you can come, they'll have a job for you to do. We need men, ladies, families. And it's exciting to see those tables fill up with every size clothing that will be needed. Plus last year in the lobby, you saw in the pictures, in the lobby, there were strollers and cribs and dressers and furniture. I counted, I think it was 28 or maybe it was 32 strollers in the lobby last year. And you know, by the first night, Friday night, most of them were gone. And by Saturday, the rest of them were gone. People need this. So we're going to set up from Monday to Thursday next week and then volunteer servants, servants Friday and Saturday on the 20th and 21st. And there are there are sign-up sheets at those tables out there once you meet the ladies. Fire the bulletin. We'll give you all the details. Take that home. See the ladies. Sign up to help in the lobby. And this is an exciting time in our church. I'm just excited to see what's going to happen as we move into the fall season. You say, is this a message of the local church? Yeah, because, you know, I've been pastoring many, many years, and I don't, just, I just want to, I don't want to just play church. I don't want to just have a sermonette for Christianettes. I want to see Christians get involved in actually becoming his hands and doing his will, as I've tried to preach this morning. Let's stand as we get ready to go out this morning. And I want to give you the ancient blessing of the Lord. Then we're going to have a word of prayer together. Dedicate this activity right now. The blessing is, may the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. You know, as we pray this morning, I just kind of feel in my heart, I'd like to see a total church dedication here. Could we just join hands with a person on each side of us for this final prayer, and then we'll go out to the lobby together. But I want us to pray together that this will be a blessing as we have free kids giveaway that's going to be for so many people, and we can be a blessing. Father, we stand as a united people this morning saying, yes, Lord, we are your people. This is your church. Help us, O oh Lord, to be touched 
for the things that touch the heart of God. Lord, we know that you care for people. You care so much that you came. God, you love the world so much that you sent Jesus Christ to even suffer and die so that new life could come forth. Lord, I pray for the people who minister to by giving these things, that new life would come into their, into their lives, into their families, into their children. Lord, may people even turn to you and find God in their life. I pray you're going to bless every person. May they feel the rush of, of having participated in something that's doing something for people as we take this great step today. Bless us, O oh Lord, as we go. Lay it on our hearts. Show us how we can help. And I thank you, Lord, for people that are being a part of the kingdom of God. Bless each one as they go in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You're going to open the doors, go out to the table, and, and be a part of what God is doing. Amen. Thank you. Thank you.